I'm just gonna shut her down everywhere. In this fight, everyone is gonna see the best version of me. The queen reigns supreme! I'm gonna welcome The body shot herder, the punching panda! Angela's in trouble! The trilogy match we've all been waiting for! Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brendan Thick Boy Shaw. What is poppin'? What up, kids? It is Monday, September 26th. Summer's officially over, but nobody told California. California is like, nah, we're going to stay in the hundos. We're going to keep it hot. Global warming. Holler. Um, what's going on, fam? Good to see you. How's everybody? You guys good? Great. Grand. Wonderful. Good to see everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Your boy is fresh off the plane from my hometown of Denver, Colorado. Was out there on a more somber note. My grandma passed away, but she was 98. And uh, there's humor even at a funeral because my dad goes, gone too soon. And then I made a joke, and it really went well with the family. I thought I was going to eat shit at a funeral, but it went well. So uh, <clears throat> it was good, though, because my dad's one of 11 kids, one of 11. And uh, all the grandkids, all the great grandkids, you're talking about over just a room full of goddamn probably 80 to 100 shops. A lot of shops. We all look exactly the same. Everybody looked exactly the same. Very strange. Um, made me realize I need to get back more and connect with my family more. Saw my mama. So my mama, um, she fell down stairs and uh, ha- has a spiral fracture on her leg. Uh, her entire leg, like, shattered. So I had to put bolts and screws and all that shit in it. Please turn your phone off, Mark. Um, so my mom gets the spiral fracture, which she's had for a while, the funny thing is she goes to this doctor, right? And they put her under anesthesia and she woke up and was like, oh, thank God that's over. And like, actually, it's not. We fucked up. You have these blisters on your feet. So um, we can't do the surgery. We didn't see the blisters before. I guess it happens like 3% of the people when you get these blisters, they can't do the surgery till the blisters are gone. So they put her under all the anesthesia. Think about that. You can already put her under shave the leg get the leg all with all that brown shit and the doctor comes like oh well there's all these blisters because the break it does something to the skin on the foot and if you have these blisters they can't perform the surgery unless the blisters are healed Mm. so she woke up was like oh man thank god that's done i'm glad i'm over it and like (laughs) here's the thing you have to wait about another three weeks before we do the surgery we have to put you back under we fucked up so she eventually got the surgery so i'm there my mom's balls deep in podcasts and listen to all my podcasts probably except for this one she's not a big fight fan but she listened to find a kid king the sting fight campaigns all that shit so she knows the flow and she's just talking about you know she's like i'm so sad sad theo's gone and thank god for delia and she loves chris and she loves brian fighting the kid and then uh she's like well tell me what's going on with the business like business as usual mama business as usual and she's like oh that's cool that's cool and then she and i go you know touring picks up next week me mom i'm i'm on the road like six weeks in a row i start in boston she goes is that mark harley gonna be with you i'm like (laughs) 
Yeah, he's yeah, he's always on the road. My mom does all social media and security, and you know, they have him around all the time. That's my guy. She goes, "Oh, I'm telling you, man, if you brought him here, the things I w-, I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I went, first of all, stop, because I'm gonna get my phone out. <laughs> I went, keep that same energy. I said, Mama, do I want you to say this exact shit? But let me go through my dates first to promote my dates, and then you say this. She's like, okay, and I get the phone out, and this is my mom. Um, you know, hitting on Mark Harley. What's up, fam? Out in uh, Denver, visiting my. I literally just got there, by the way. You guys should know your boy's hitting the road after I leave uh, my hometown here in Denver. I'm in Boston next week, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Boston, Lab Boston. Then after that, October 13th through the 15th, I'm in San Jose. Come get some San Jose. Then right after that, I am in Salt Lake City. Utah wise guys were my favorite. Then I end the tour in September. I'm sorry, in October in Calgary. Calgary's the 27th and 28th. Come get some Calgary. Thickboy.com. Hey, hey, Brennan. So is Mark Harley going to be there too with you? I mean, yeah, Mark. Yeah, he's on the road with me. So yeah, Mark. Oh, Mark's oh there. my God, he is such a stud muffin. Mark, I have a broken ankle right now. But if you were here and I didn't have this broken ankle, I'd be jumping all over you, boy. Uh, okay. You gotta come visit. <laughs> Why'd you oh, say boy? boy? It's weird. Yeah, Mark will be there. This is weird. All right, see you guys out there. I'll be jumping all over you, boy. <laughs> I was like, why'd you say boy? I know. Yeah, my mom's <clears throat> hilarious. My mom's so funny, man. Yeah, look at that, man. Shout out to Aubrey Marcus getting married. Tiger Think, the official whiskey of the freaking uh, wedding for Aubrey Marcus. The savage, the brain and power behind... Um, on it aubrey's been a good friend for a long freaking time man mm. he's crushing it yeah I did laser tag with the kiddos yesterday um god man i had to light these little bastards up i had to light them up man so boston because he's too little so originally i was gonna play it was tiger's friend's birthday right and so there's like whatever 10 kids and some of the parents and so uh, I was like, oh, boss, do you want to do it? He's like, yeah, I'm like, it's dark in there, man. It might be scary. And the lady running the laser tag's like, well, you can go with him, just hold him, and he can fire the gun. I was like, okay. And I was like, well, who wears the vest? She's like, well, you have to wear the vest. We we'll don't have the vest for two-year-olds. So I'm like, well, I'll wear the vest. Uh, little, the, little do they know that um, my daycare was fucking laser tag called Laser Quest in Aurora, Colorado. Shout out to Laser Quest. And Bossy would just keep pulling the trigger, keep pulling the trigger. And uh, Tiger was on the opposite team with his friends. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't realize how bad we were beating the shit out of all these little kids. We scored 89 points. The next closest was 20. And I could, and I knew, like, probably towards the end, I saw the lady run it. She goes, she goes hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Uh, boom, 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 boom. And because I'm tall, so I can get over the thing. Oh, bah, 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 and they can't hit me. But because Boston was holding the thing. I go, dude, I just hold him over. I go, get him, get him. And they try and get us. I'll just pull him back. Then we wait, get him, get him, get him. And then the lady's like, hey, hey, dad, let's take it down a notch. And then they bring up the score at the end. And it's all, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, Boston, 89. I was like, ooh. My girl's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, well, we play to win, bitch. Play to win. Got to teach him. Play to win, daddy. We play to win. And then, uh, yeah, I posted the Croc video. The fucking Crocs, man. These kids in the Crocs. Some dad diaries here. Let me tell you something. Having a great day. I'll tell you what really puts a thorn in my dick. He goes to the park. Kids are like, Dad, they're saying, let's take our shoes off. I'm like, yeah, give me your shoes. Crocs. Crocs again. That's not cool. It's not cool at all. So I give him a little leeway. But 
Don't wear Crocs, right? You guys know this by now. Don't wear Crocs. They're kids. So they'll learn. They'll get a little older, maybe first or second grade, and then they're going to come home from school. I'm like, Dad, we got roasted because we wore Crocs to school with shorts. And I'll say, well, dress like an asshole. You treat like an asshole. Dim the rules. Dim the rules, Daddy. Know, right? Dim the rules. When you're getting ready to go out on a date. Then Paige Van Zandt put, Austin Vanderford Crocs. wears Crocs daily. They respond, I was like, listen, I love them, but please don't. <laughs> I mean, who, who just rocks Crocs all the time, dude? It's so disgusting. This open, you know, it's just fuck's sake. You remember on a plane, too? It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? They're all decked out. Yeah, but the thing now, kids, Tiger, I think Tiggy's is the, uh, the bottom one, top one. The, he's uh, the real colorful, um, what do you call it, tie-dye ones. But they, they put these, these like, uh, stickers on them now. They're not stickers. They're like little uh, pins. It's like a thing they do. And there's all, they're all into Pokemon. Man. Kids love Pokemon. Man. Damn, that's lasted forever. Po- that, I was thinking about it yesterday because uh, it was uh, one of Tiger's best friends. My girl's best friend is Korean. So it's all Kurt. You would have loved it. It's just tons of <laughs> Korean tons people, of and me, just fucking Godzilla, the white guy. And uh, it was Pokemon themed. And I was I was looking around. Every Pokemon cupcakes, Pokemon gift baskets, everything Pokemon, Pokemon. I was like, holy Pokemon's making bang, dude. dude. For so they've been long. relevant forever. Mm-hmm. And then kids aren't even. They're not really into like trading cards as far as like football or basketball or baseball. Like I grew up with, it's all Pokemon, mm-hmm. and they don't age. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? They yep. don't age. It's a po- is Pokemon a Japanese thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and of course his friend had these Pokemon Converse on. My son's like, "Man, where do you get those?" I'm like, "Let me look, dude." Some special drop Converse did to fucking get them. Stupid Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah, man. All right, kids, let's take a little break from me chatting your ear off about the fight game. Boston, I'll see you this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Boston, come get some. Then San Jose, October 13th through the 15th. Tickets at thickboy.com. All right? I'll tell you what. Now let's get a little word in from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Because you got to, it's tough to train your brain, all right? It's very tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode, all right? When you're faced with a challenge in life. When you're all stressed out, you're like, man, how am I going to figure this out? You don't need to be all on your own, man. It's not a one-man army here or one-woman army for that matter. You can get some help from professionals, all right? You can get some real help with a therapist, all right? And it can help you become a better person, better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small, all right? If you think of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great freaking option. It's convenient. It's super easy to get done. It's affordable. It's all online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. If you're not vibing with your therapist, say less. They're going to switch it up for you so you get what you need exactly from BetterHelp, man. When you want to when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there because you can get a licensed professional to help you navigate through all the weeds of life, man. You don't need to do it on your own anymore because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-B, get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-U-B. BetterHelp.com slash shop. You ever asked yourself, uh, how long have I had this mattress I've been sleeping on? And think how much you sleep, dude. Think how much you guys, you bros, you ladies are sleeping all the time. You're spending a third of your life in bed. And you've had the same mattress since college. Yeah, man. You don't even think about it. You're just like, it's comfy. Is it, though? Are there better mattresses? There are. 
That's why my friends at Helix Sleep, it's a premium mattress brand that provides tailor mattresses, all right, that are made for you based on your thick body. They got mattress seam for the kiddos, and it's custom mattresses that are built, they're personalized, and shipped straight to your door free of charge, all right? Yeah, all you got to do is take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Are you a side sleeper, bottom sleeper? You sleep on your stomach, your side, all hot, cold, whatever. however you sleep, they got the perfect mattress just for you. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, and I was matched with the perfect model because I, I like something a little more firm. I sleep on my side, and this mattress was built just for the way I sleep. I love the bed. I'm obsessed with this bed, all right? Not only is the mattress the best I've ever slept on, but the setup was super fast and easy. Helix Sleep mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free, and they're also American-made. They come with a 10 to 15-year warranty, depending on the model. You also get to try it out 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, I know you will, but if you don't, they pick it up and you get a full refund. You got nothing to lose. Don't want to take my word for it. All right, cool. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. All right, people love it. Helix is offering you guys up to $200 ruse off all mattress orders and two free pillows for the listeners and viewers of this show, The Shop Show. So go to helixsleep.com slash shop. That's S-C-H-A-U-B. Helixsleep.com slash shop. With Helix, better sleep starts now. There's some fights over the weekend. Um, some fights, some good ones. The, uh, the never ending career of my boy, Ben Henderson did the damn thing. Um, he got a decision win, which he needed against Peter Queeley, which is a good win, but kind of the talk of the entire card was Yoel Romero versus Melvin Manoof. Uh, Melvin's last fight, you know, fight's not going to blow your hair back, but that third round with the ground and pound was ferocious and uh, Yoel Romero, dude, he has to be 40 some and listen, this is a Cuban 40. He might be 60 for all we know. You know what I'm saying? Like Luis Ortiz, the boxer, 77 years old, I think. You know what I'm saying? So for Yo Romero, I mean, look at that body, dude. I it's not so. It's traps, dude. One of the biggest freaks of all time ever. It has to be top three biggest freaks to ever compete in MMA. I mean, he looks like a, a linebacker, dude. He looks like a linebacker for the goddamn Denver Broncos. Poor Melvin Mann. They're like, hey, dude, uh, we know it's your last fight, so we're going to give you the worst matchup possible. Is that cool with you? He's like, sure, why not? You know? Mm-hmm. My age. He's 45. 45. Dude. And, dude, and I'm telling you, that's a Cuban 45. <laughs> at 10 years old. He's probably 55. <laughs> 55. Brian wants to be like, oh, look at me. You know, I'm 55, dude. Mel, or fucking Yoel Romero's 55. That's what you're competing with. Just a savage. And then uh, I think he said he's going to go to 85, right? Once it wants a title shot, 85 or light heavyweight. Yeah. But he wants a title shot. They should definitely give it to him. But he looked phenomenal, man. That body just don't I stop. Know. That body, bro. Nutsos. Look at him. Jacked. That's so crazy, dude. The other uh, talk of the weekend for fight-wise was Floyd Mayweather fought. Those are always <laughs> skeptical, right? I think Chael came out with a thing how it's like a – he thinks it's all like set up, like there's an agreement. This one didn't look like that. Like the it was a decent fight, dude. Like you, <coughs> I watched the fight. You know, I watched it. A friend of mine sent me a link. <laughs> Chin, but he uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but they were these boys were going yeah, at that it. Japanese they, dude was actually trying. Yeah, to- like because I was watching try, and I was gonna make fun of it, and like you know, come on here today and kind of clown Mayweather and stuff. But yeah. they were these boys were throwing. 
He was yep. trying to get him out of there. Yep. So he's there. Either that that Japanese dude uh, Asakura is the greatest actor to ever enter a ring, <laughs> or these boys were for real. And Floyd's laughing. Even at Floyd's age, dude, look how old Floyd is. Still doing the goddamn thing. But Floyd landed that right hand, and it was nasty, man. Nasty. So I, you know, I don't think it's stage. That one I do. Remember you and I tension for sure. Yeah, we thought me and Rogan argued about that. Yeah, hard. That one was tension. That was super suspect. I. This is my thing with this. You know, it, it's easy money for Floyd. You know, he did take a couple hits there, but um, if you don't have money problems, right? And he hasn't paid Lloyd uh, uh, Logan Paul yet, right? So, it, but if if you don't have money problems, why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? It's like. I think he made like eight million here, which to him is a far cry from his heyday. But it's like and that's a ton of money. Don't get wrong, that's a shit ton of money. But if you're Floyd, you have all these Bugattis. Let me know anything about a Bugatti. Just the maintenance on a Bugatti is about sixty to eighty grand a year. Just and you can't take it to a shop. You have to fly the car back to fucking France. You have to, to fly that car to Europe to change oil, tire changes. You're looking at like sixty grand. Just in service, not to mention the, the the surcharge to fly it over there, you know, house it, get it over there. It's a nightmare. Yeah. And he has so many Bugattis. And, you know, he says he doesn't need money, he doesn't need to fight. But then when you watch this, like, why? What's going on here, dude? The easy money. I mean, that one wasn't that easy, but to make, I guess it was 20 to 30. That's what they're saying here. It's weird, right? Yeah. I, 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 just, I understand. I don't get it. The nut thing. I, I get that, though. During so his pro career, Mayweather earned up to $300 million per fight. Insane. Now he's doing this for five, six, eight million. They're saying he made 30 million. I heard it was eight million. Mm. Isn't it strange, though? It's strange, but I get it. If you have all that crap, you got to pay for it. Unless it's all paid off, which I doubt. Yeah, but you would think, you know, if so he's uh, his career earnings in and out of box have told up to about $1.1 billion. You know, mm-hmm. why, why do it, man? <laughs> I know. Why do it? Because if you have the love for boxing, you would stay competing in boxing like uh, Bernard Hopkins did, right? But, you know, I guess this spectacle and people pay for it. It's just strange to me. A little strange. You know, his uh, his boy also fought, too. His security guard? Yeah. He got, he got knocked out. Knocked out. Fedor's brother fought. Yep. He got knocked out too. <laughs> that was like the battle of the bad boys. Mm-hmm. That guy, the guy he fought. I don't know if you guys know this, Mark and Casey. So the so uh, Fedor's brother, he got in trouble. He went to prison. He's supposed to get, I think, six years because he raped and took hostage of a housekeeper. And then the guy that he and then he only did like eighteen months because it's Russia, right? So Fedor called his brother called him was like, Hey, listen, you gotta get him out of here. And Putin was like, Say less. So they put him back out. But then uh the gentleman that he fought was in prison for I forget exactly what he did, a bunch of shit. A bunch of shit. Like some really bad shit. And it, it like was diagnosed basically crazy, like schizo schizophrenic. Like mm-hmm. guy has some issues. Call him Redbeard. But he he fucking molly whopped yep. Fedor's brother. Alexander, yeah, Molly whopped him. Face plant is bad. Opening fight too, oh, like right away. For Three seconds, time. yep. Like yeah, thirty seconds. <sighs> you know, battle of the bad boys there. 
Here it goes. Here it is. Boom! Loopy, loopy left hook right on the chin. Whoop! Right here. Boom! Kind of slammed right behind the chin air there. Bad knockout, though. Yeah, whenever I see left hooks, it doesn't seem like when I try to throw it just for fun. Yeah. That's like my weakest possible yeah. thing, but everyone like it. Some guys are good at it, man. It's yeah. all about timing, too. Well, well this weekend's uh, better fights. You got better fights this weekend. You got a UFC. It's not going to blow your hair back, but at least the girl, Mackenzie Dern's fighting. Yep. I'm never mad at mm-hmm. Mackenzie Dern's fighting. Uh, she's fighting uh, Yan, Yan uh, the Chinese powerhouse there. You know, Jan coming off two losses, Mackenzie Dern, but they have the common loss in uh, Rodriguez, so I get it. Yeah, Jan, listen, Jan's on a two-fight losing skid there, but she lost to the champ, Carlos Sparza, and she got TKO'd. And then split decision, Marina Rodriguez. So, you know, nothing mm-hmm. to hang your head about, but we always root for uh, Mackenzie Dern here. Probably the, I mean, definitely top five best-looking female fighters are fighting this weekend. Mackenzie Dern, up there. Uh-huh. Angela Lee, up yep. there. Um, out of all the cards, though, I'm more excited. I'm most excited, I, just, I should say, for the one championship. Now, it's on in Singapore Friday night, if you want to watch it um, early. But it's on, on one prime video. That's Saturday at, uh, let's see, 8 a.m. 8 a. Singapore time, which is what time our time? <laughs> I think we did. Well, it has to be, well, it has to, because it's on one prime, mm-hmm. they're trying to do it so it's prime time. So I'd assume around 6 or 7 Pacific because they want to do it at the, the same time. Mm-hmm. So it is the next day at 5 p.m., I'm guessing. So 5 p.m., yeah. so prime time, really. By the time the main card, yeah, there you go. And uh, you have, I'd say my favorite fighter in one championship, Angela Lee, fighting the fucking punching panda, the greatest nickname of all of sports, the punching panda, Nan. She's a savage. Now, she's the champ at strawweight, right? And she's fighting Angela Lee. This is the rubber match because uh, this is their third fight, and they have a history there. And um, Angela Lee's beater before and lost to her but angelie lost to her going up in weight so now uh the punching panda has to come down and meet angela lee at her natural weight so um should be a good fight and i, I don't know if you've seen the punching panda this she is a punching panda she knocks girls out knocks them out dude it's a good fight but even the fight that angelie lost against the punching panda she was kind of whooping her ass. She had her in an awful submission, but the punching panda just wouldn't give give it up. So Angela Lee put all her effort into finishing her, and then the bell rang, and then she was gashed. Put all her effort into finishing her. Now, Angela, to Angela, to Angela Lee's defense, she she did come up in weight. So if Angela Lee wins this, she'll be the she'll become a double champ. You know. Mm-hmm. But they have a history there, man. The whole card's fun, though. It kicks off their heavyweight kickboxing World Grand Prix. And then the thing, listen, I'm always excited when Angela Lee fights, but what I, you know, I love jiu-jitsu. Um, they're, they're doing the first ever uh, flyweight submission grappling championship against Mikey Mushishimi. Mushimichi. 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 Now, don't judge your book by its cover. If you don't know this gentleman, he was on Rogan. Um, he's kind of, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of a nerdy dude. 
but straight motherfucking savage. Yeah. Savage. We'll read freaking Lord of the Rings, then snap your neck. That's Mikey, dude. He's a savage. And he's, uh, it's, dude, what's dope about it is I don't think Jujutsu's ever been on this level. On this big of a card, this mainstream of card, it's a flyweight submission, uh, grappling world title fight, and Mikey versus Kleber Souza, who they fought before. They're one and one. Mikey beat him the first time. Uh, or, no, or did Mikey beat him the first time or second time? I think it I was. Think Mikey uh, beat him the first time, lost the second time, and uh, he, it's one of his, he, he says it's one of his hardest matches ever. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a good fight. And their second one, which he lost on points. I think it was either 2017 was like grappling match of the year. It was ridiculous. So it should be dope, man. <clears throat> should be dope. Just to highlight jujitsu, you know what I'm saying? It's a big deal, man. It's a big freaking deal. Really big deal. Yeah, so they're one and one. So you got a common theme here. You got these trilogy fights going on. Yeah, Mikey gets just such a savage. So Mikey and Souza initially faced each other as black belts at the quarterfinals of 2017. I think that was the match of the year. Both men were world champs in brown belt category at the time. Both competitors pulled guard. Uh, okay. All right. Heading to the final minutes of the contest. Um, Souza each straight a pair of sweeps to even score 4-4. But Mashumi's early submission attack had earned him an advantage, put him ahead. It's just dope for jiu-jitsu to be on this level. It's really cool. Yeah. It's great that he was on Rogan too because people people love that kid. Yeah. When me and Mark went to the press conference, he's just, you know, super humble, you know, just a just a cool kid. Mm-hmm. People can look up to, especially for jiu-jitsu. You look at him, you're like, oh, man, that guy's that famous and making that much money doing jiu-jitsu? You know, because he doesn't look like LeBron James. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to him. Yeah, he's a savage, man. Yeah. But that is, uh, what do we say, Saturday night, 5 p.m., mm-hmm. one on Prime, Prime, Amazon Prime Video. It's their second one. Remember, the first one was uh, uh, Mighty Mouse, where he won. So Singapore Indoor Stadium. It's going to be dope, man. It's going to be really dope. I'm looking most forward to the one championship. And then you got Bellator, too. Mm-hmm. Bellator's card is pretty stacked. Yeah. It's on Showtime. Shout out to Showtime. Yeah, Patricio Pitbull versus Adam Borix. It's a huge fight for Adam Borix. I'm rooting for Adam Borix there. You got AJ McKee, Spike Carlisle. AJ McKee, always a fan of. Uh, he's been on Food Truck. Then you got my my boy. I label him the LeBron James of MMA. Aaron Pico is fighting Jeremy Kennedy. Then you got Juan Archuleta, who's also my boy, fighting Enrique Barzola. And then even the prelims are pretty tasty. You got JJ Wilson. You got Mike Hamill, Nick Brown. It's a pretty solid card. I'll take it. That's on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Good fights. Let's take a little break. Let's take a little break for me chatting your ear off about the fight world because, guys, I'm worried about your wieners. That's right. There's one thing that, as people always said about me, is Brendan cares about your wiener. I care about your wieners out there, guys. And I feel like a lot of you could use a little confidence, all right, a little boost in the bedroom. That's where my friends at Blue Chew comes on in the bedroom not a weird way no man blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable tablets it's a fraction of the cost take them anytime day night can plan ahead or be ready to go when it's time to go 
Super simple. All you got to do is sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. Best part, it's all online. You don't have to visit a doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Delivered straight to your door. Discreet little package, right? Listen, BlueChew, they're made in the U.S. of A. Prepared and shipped direct to your freaking door. So if you could benefit from a little extra boost in the bedroom, it's time to go, if you know what I'm talking about. Blue Chew can help you out. Chew it and do it, baby. And I got a special deal for all the Shop Show viewers and listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code SHOB, S-C-H-A-E-B. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code SHOB, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I thank Blue Chew for being part of this podcast. Last ad, then we get back to the program, kids. You know those times when you're in the zone, when you're in the flow state and you're just knocking things out like, man, if I was like this all the time, I'd be the next Elon Musk. Well, you can be like that all the time. What if I told you there's a little pill, a little all-natural pill that's going to get you there, a nootropic, right, to get in that flow state whenever you need it. I'm talking about Alpha Brain. If you haven't heard of Alpha Brain, what planet are you living on? Not this one, because Alpha Brain from Onnit is the ultimate way to get in the flow state, all right? If you want to try some Alpha Brain, or you're talking about the renowned nootropic supplement from my friends at Onnit, they've sold over 1 million bottles, all right? Over 1 million, dude. Alpha Brain promotes cognitive functions, including memory, mental speed, and focus. Can help you remember names. I used it at my grandma's funeral. I was just freaking dicing out names. Everything was just hot off my tongue. I was like, this is insane. Everyone's like, oh my God, your brain, you don't have CT. I'm like, I do, but it's Alpha Brain, kids. That's right, man. Uh, my boy Joe Rogan says it helps him form better sentences when he's talking. That guy knows a thing or two about talking. Be more like Joe Rogan. Alpha Brain contains all the stuff you need to get your brain firing all cylinders. And you're like, well, is there caffeine involved? Because I can't even drink coffee or energy drinks. Nope. Caffeine-free, baby. All right? And here's the thing. If you, don't, if you want to try Alpha Brain and you don't like it, you get your money back. Just give them two weeks. And if at that point you don't love it, all right, Alpha Brain just isn't for you, tell them why they refund your money. You got nothing to lose, no return necessary. Save up 10% on your order by going to onnit.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-B. That's onnit.com slash shop for 10% off Alpha Brain or anything else you see on their website. I swear by their total gut health, their multivitamin, their krill oil, they got kettlebells, they got it all, man. But Alpha Brain is their ride or die. And if you don't want to use my link, just go to your local Walmart, all right? Go to Walmart and get it. But also help your boy out. Go to onnit.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-B, get 10% off Alpha Brain. Now let's get back to the program. What else you got? All righty. Tomorrow, dude, we got a... If you if you haven't listened to the last food truck with Chris Barnett, um, Beast Boy, it's my f- top three. It's tough to say favorite. It's fucking up there, man. The 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 Beast Boy and just how good of a person his energy is insane. He sh- he sent me a text this morning. I was like, dude, I've gotten so much great feedback, man. Thank you so much. I'm like, it's all you, man. I, did, I know. I did nothing. <laughs> you guys both did it, but he's so lovable. Oh, my God. Yeah. That dude just has it, man. He just has that it factor. You can't help but root for the guy. Uh, but we have a we have a, a another big guest on this week, and I'm excited for that one. I won't say who it is. I don't like to say the guest before they come on because sometimes that jinx it. But uh, here's a fight this week. I'll put it that way. <laughs> And he is a savage. He's one of my favorite fighters doing the damn thing. And he's coming on this week. And we have Frank Mayer flying in town tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Frank Mayer's flying in town tomorrow. We're going to do a fight night flashback with him. 
Think about his fight. I know, sword dude. Fights. Forever. And then he has a podcast, so I think him and his team's flying out here for me to be on their podcast. Cool. So that should be good. Yeah, yeah, big week, man. And I'm in Boston. I leave for Boston. I think my flight's at 7 a.m. on Thursday. Boston's Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Laugh Boston. Those are almost sold out. And then San Jose's October 13th through the 15th. Salt Lake City, October 20th through 22nd. And I end October in Calgary, Canada, October 27th, 28th at the rooftop in Calgary. But uh, Boston, you're up this week. One of my favorite cities. I can't wait. It's real. I'm this excited to fly into a city. I love Boston, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Should have came, Chin. I know. I didn't plan it well enough. So Yeah, Boston's not close. Yeah. No, it's not. Mm-mm. I have friends there, too. Really? Yeah, my friend, she's an attorney, and her husband's a judge. And they watch our stuff, too. Oh, damn. Yeah. Shout out to them. Might Shout need, out to them. Might need them. Yeah. I'll let them know how to show up. Might need them in the future. <laughs> what, what do you got? All man? right. So this happened at Bellator. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this choke before. I guess it's a reverse arm triangle. Let me see it. How do you, how'd they get there? I don't even know. So he's grabbing his thigh, I assume, there? See, it's kind of hard to even tell what's happening here. But that guy in bottom. Oh, I wish I wish they let it go. Uh, I'm curious how he got into that position. Mm. <clears throat> no, he's out. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, he's out. Come on, ref. I'm, I'm curious where that guy's. Uh, oh, wow. He's oh, out. I know. I'm curious where, where I, I wonder. Did he go inside the thigh there to tighten the grip? You know what I'm saying? How the fuck did they get there? Oh, and that is snuggalicious. Yeah. I mean, have you seen that before? No. Sure, so <coughs> haven't, especially in yeah. MMA. Some jiu-jitsu matches I've seen that happen. Never in MMA. High-level MMA, like mm-hmm. Bellator, never. That's a dope-ass joke. Chris Cyborg had her first boxing match over the weekend, and she beat uh, Simone Silva, which she should have. In decision, right? Yeah, decision. Yeah. yeah, so that happened. Um, so Scott Coker, he was doing an interview, and he said that he's in talks with Nate Diaz. But then you saw the yeah, yeah, the so, Hawaii Ero Hawaii was <clears throat> close with Nate came out and was like, it's actually illegal yeah. to communicate with Nate right now. There can't be any talks going on. <laughs> so he said, yeah, his team reached out and they're in talks. And then of course, when that came out with the Ariel thing, this is exactly what Ariel said. Ariel put a note on any story about a promoter promotion talking to Nathan Diaz right now. Don't believe it. Not true. It's actually illegal. Diaz is in an ex- exclusive three months negotiation period with the UFC, meaning he can't talk to anyone and he hasn't talked to anyone. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're just gonna wait the three months. <laughs> and then Scott Coker said, "Oh no, his team just reached out, but that was it." Oh, so he said talk style like going on, but also I know there's a, a three month waiting period. Trust me, they're reaching out. Yeah, I kind of imagine they would. Do. Yes, but I mean, unless they get like crazy fined or something. Scott Coker as well. Here's the thing is that my guys reached out to the management and management came back and said, look, he still has an <laughs> exclusive negotiation period. So let's see how that plays out. All right. Well, initially he made it seem like they're actually talking to Nate potentially. I bet they are. But then once you find out, you know, there's legal action, the UFC will come after. He's like, well, I'm just saying we reached out. We didn't know that was yeah. part of the deal. I, I think you kind of talked about this a little bit, but just uh, Floyd Mayweather came out saying that they're talking about him and Mayweather, oh no, him and Mayweather, him and Conor McGregor part two, like they're actually I just in don't see the demand for it, but Flo- one thing about Floyd, he's not full of shit, so where there's smoke, there's fire, so I, I bet there's something to it. For and sure. all the fights he's taking right now for money, so <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, Kevin Holland, I think Thick Boy Fight News covered this, but Kevin Holland put a post up insinuating that he's actually done. Had he's a retired. good run, 30 and a little over a month, got paid, I'm out. Next career choice. Hmm. One should reach out to him, get him on food truck, see what's going on there. Yeah, he'd be great for food truck. Yeah, he's a character. Yeah. But I wonder, after the Hamzat one, he's like, I'm out? So I don't believe it. And also this came up. So Daniel Rodriguez is going to be fighting Neil Magny. Yeah. So if someone said that it has something to do with that, like he should have fought one of them. And since he didn't oh, get that fight. Oh, yeah. that they gave to Daniel over him. Something like that, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because Holland versus Neil Magny is a goddamn good fight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, there's no way he stays retired. He's just no, getting started. of course not. I mean, and, he has a lot of fights, but but I mean, he's just his hype is big right now. So I yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't think him losing a Hamzat diminishes uh-huh. his star power in any facet. Taking it on a day's notice. Yeah. Eddie Alvarez, he has parted ways with one, and they said they're on good terms and everything else. But he's looking for another place to fight. Um, so I'm officially a free agent, ready to hunt. Tell me who's next. Underground, Underground King. King. Yeah, I love Eddie. Eddie's one of my favorites. He's such a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder what is next for Eddie. He's been doing a hot second, man. Very long time. Probably too. Um, so Rogan said this on his podcast that it's in his contract that if Dana White leaves, then he leaves as well. Hmm. Makes sense. I mean, him and Dana are very close, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, there's no way Rogan work for somebody else. Like if some suits came and took it over. But, I mean, I don't think they could control him either, but I don't know. Uh, you'd be surprised. If they would try, and that's, when, mm. that's why he would leave, you know? So that makes sense, though. God, look at Dana there in a fletching fucking leather jacket. <laughs> and Joe Rogan with hair. Yeah, I know. That makes sense, though. Yeah, I mean, they're super close. Here's another quick one on Dana. Not really fight news related, but he went to a blood place. And I guess they can kind of tell how many years you have to live. Do we believe that? I don't know. I don't know how good the bottom line is. Is that a real thing? Is. Apparently. I mean. <laughs> have you ever heard of this before? No, this is the first time. That's why I was kind of like interested in this. What do we believe more? Dana can take a blood test and blood test and tells you how long you can live or my conspiracy on UFC <laughs> 279. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. I don't know the science. Uh, come on. This. I mean, because we'd all, we'd all do it, right? I wouldn't do it. I would do it if the blood test was like, yo, man, if you don't change the way you live, you have three days to live. Okay. In that case, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it, it, I would just tell the doctor, hey, don't give me the exact thing. But if it's like a long time, don't tell me. But if it's short, tell me how short it says and what I can do to change that shit. Yeah. Everybody would do this. Yeah, they're like, sir, you have nicotine, whiskey, all sorts of weird shit in your body. So Dana said he had 10.4 years to live if he didn't change <laughs> the way his health is. But I'm full of shit. Okay. You never know. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've never, I mean, heard, I don't know of, never heard of that. Yeah, but if that. it's true, then that'd be pretty cool. Ah, not true though, right? <laughs> right? Right? Let's there's, look not a blood, there's not a blood test you can take that goes, you're going to live 27 years. I think but all blood tests are kind of like that. They just tell you if you have too much cholesterol, too much whatever, you got to change it. They might have been like, hey, dude, you have so much fat flowing through your fucking mm-hmm. veins. If you keep going this route, eating fast food, you're going to die. And the doctor said, I might give you 10 years. There, uh, dude, come on, man. And it's just 10.4. It's it, so 10. specific. 4. Dude, everybody would do this. 
It might as well say Dana visits a uh, fucking palm reader in the palm reader game 10, 10 years mm-hmm. if he doesn't change his lifestyle. Like this, come on, dude. <laughs> But, but, but if he gets them on track to get healthy, then it worked. Which he, he did. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So this kind of sucks, Bobby Green. Um, he failed a USADA test for DHEA, which is like an over-to-the-counter thing that you can buy, which I think Lyoto Machida, was, that was the same thing that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he said he just wasn't paying attention to the USADA rules. He said his girl got from from Walmart. Here's when I knew he was fucked. When he goes, well, I was listening to a doctor on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he says, I'm crushed. I'm like, what the fuck? I had no idea what I was doing wrong. If there was any benefits to that, to what I was doing, I would never try to lie. But then why would you take it, Bobby? If you didn't think there was any benefits, why would you take it? I know. Uh, He goes, I would never even think about those things. I never even looked at the site to know what is banned and what is not. I don't give a fuck because I don't pay attention. You got to pay attention, though. Oh, yeah. With you thought out there, that's a bummer, though. Yeah, I wonder how long the suspension they're going to give him. It says one to two years, which would be so long, Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, especially at his age. And they noticed it because it says right here that there was abnormal abnormalities in his testosterone levels. So then that's how they pinpointed it. Yeah, that's a bummer to get bust for that. Yeah, over the counter. I already get bust for like that old school like deck that's gonna get me. <laughs> and speaking of drug testing, we've talked about this on the show before too, how Connor doesn't really get tested. I guess he hasn't been tested at all in twenty twenty two. And he's recovering and he's getting jacked. He's on a yacht and shit. Yep. And Usada just gave a very generic. Once statement. UFC athletes are enrolled in the test program, they're subjected to testing, even when not competing, unless they are notified the UFC of the retirement, their contract is terminated, or they otherwise removed from the program. In the event of an athlete's friend, you see they're required to remain in the Usada testing pool for six months before they're permitted to compete. Similar to World Amp Anti-Doping Agency, the UFC may grant exemption to the six-month written notice rule. How interesting is this? How you know this? This whole USADA shit. It's basically like the WWE, right? When you find a guy in the WWE gets busted for steroids, that's just them trying to get rid of the guy. That mm-hmm. WWE, come on, dude. Because remember, the testing, the WWE runs it. Just so you guys know, the UFC, the USADA works for the UFC. It's not an outside commission like the Nevada Commission or California Commission. They are literally employed by the UFC mm-hmm. to do this. So they can say, don't test Connor don't test this guy don't test this guy you know outside that do your regular shit so it's it's tough man that's Mm -hmm. tough that's very tough you're not going to test your most famous guy who's who's recovering yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know but then you're going to show up at other fighters room at 4 a.m and make him piss it's and the dhea thing too i know it's really weird and then Um, you know it says uh uh the UFC may grant an exemption to the six-month rent notice. Like with Brock. Like VADA and those like legit testing. Like you can't there's no you can't grant you an exemption to fight earlier. It's all murky mm-hmm. waters. But again, I'm full of shit. <laughs> uh this is okay, this is a very long video and it's very hard to digest everything. Um the more this guy more plays, plays more, dates. more dates. Yeah. So he was talking about someone in a Someone found the testing levels of Daniel Cormier when he fought John Jones. I think it was the first time. How would they find that? I don't know. It's in the record somewhere. It was publicly available. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make that stuff public. It's accessible somehow. So I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I have skeptical hippo eyes even on that. But let's see what he's saying. Oh, it's, it's just way too long. But okay, basically, but give me the summary. Uh, basically, Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Hugely, like indicator of massive Big time. So he basically broke it down to he doesn't. They're overblowing this whole thing, and it, it could be something to where Daniel Cormier's weight. You know, he had to drop a shit ton of weight. Something to do with his weight loss, the protocols could have caused this. Oh, so it doesn't signify. Doesn't necessarily, yeah. No, D- DC ain't used. I'll play the very end of this so you can see. Pull on your body for sure. And for him, you know, I just, I imagine this is a, you know, obviously a giant misinterpretation of his testosterone levels with this 7,000. For me, seeing this again, at best, he is using a GNRH agonist or some sort of novel compound sporadically, seemingly. But I just don't think he would have done it, given that I don't see the consistency in its use throughout the entirety of this process. Because again, like, if you're going to be trying to derive all the benefits from it, like, are you going to let yourself? Are you going to pull it out? You know, before the competition, if you've already been tested twice while you know knew you were fucking using it, like, I would imagine not. And I imagine this is more to do with his unique body composition and the way he go about preparing for. It also says this was released on Reddit. But in Reddit can get certain, you know, there's just people go on the forum, but they can get, actually get, get, you know, whatever, certain documents from online. Mm, and if it's an official document. I don't know, man. That's sensitive material. It'd be weird for that. It even released. says here confidential yeah, test report. Yeah, it'd be weird for that to get released. You know, unless the doc, somebody in the doctor's office scanned it and posted it. Mm-hmm. That could be the case. It's weird with DC, right? With DC, like all these fighters that talk shit to him. Yes. <laughs> so it says Dan, Daniel Cormier wants Nate Diaz to relax after fat motherfucker comments. So, uh, yeah. So DC came out and said, long story short, well, here's what he says. He says, Nate Diaz not fighting Hamzat was a gift from God. Like, that's literally the best case scenario for him. I, I will sit here and say this without a shadow of doubt. He was going to lose to Hamzat, and it was he was going to lose bad. As much as Nate dismisses the guy, he just doesn't have the skill set to stop the guy from doing what he does. Then Nate says, respect your OG, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> it, it's interesting. And then he put Nathan relax. <laughs> it's it's interesting, right? Like Jorge came out against him. Like just a lot of fighters talk shit about DC. And I think it's a case of, you know, DC's top of the food chain, right? Light heavyweight champ, heavyweight champ. Um, if he was a smaller weight, I don't think they would do it. But because he's bigger, they know the bigger guy's not going to do anything to him. So they're going to fire shots at him. But you talk on that lion's tail enough. That tiger, if that fucking lion turns around, he's going to... F- anybody who's talked shit about DC, Nate, I would love to hear the argument. Name one person who's currently fighting that's ta- or hasn't that's talked shit about D- DC that could beat him up. I'd love to hear it. Not one of them. Not one of them. Not a single fighter that has taken a shot at DC could actually do anything to DC. If DC wanted to, even in that fucking tight suit that they put him in, he would destroy all of them inside that octagon. Yeah. Destroy, dude. Destroy. But because he's the big man on campus, people feel like, oh, it's okay to take shots at him. He's a big guy. He's not going to do anything, which I, I get it too. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I get that. You don't want to come off as a bully. But I'm telling you, man, anybody who's taking shots at DC, keep that same energy if DC was being serious. You guys would get fucked up. But you know he's not going to do anything because he's a professional and he works for the UFC commentating team. But if he wasn't, you guys wouldn't be taking taking shit shots at him. 
And also, the only reason you're taking shots at him is because he's doing so well. That's another reason they're taking shots at him. You know it's going to get traction if you talk shit about DC. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would love to see if people keep that, kept that same. Tony Ferguson talked shit about him. Fucking Diaz, right? Jorge Maswell. There's been other guys that take shots at DC. I'm telling you, man, he beat everybody I just listed. He beat up all at the same time if he wanted to. But you know Daniel's smart, professional, gentle soul, and he's going to be like, okay, dude, now he'll defend himself like this. Like, dude, calm the fuck down. But if DC got serious, you want to keep pulling that line's tail, be careful what you ask for. Because if DC wanted to, he'd twist every single one of your necks off. But he doesn't. You guys keep <laughs> taking shots at him. Yeah. I mean, DC lately, before he was more kind of like um, more politically correct, but now he's starting to open up and just be completely honest about he how be he himself. Feels. So yeah. guys get mad. Yeah. No one's, the only people more sensitive than fighters are comics, but they're very similar. So if you say anything about a comic, say anything about a fighter, especially a fighter, they're going to take it personal and they fire shots at you. All good. Mm-hmm. I would love to see keep that same energy. Keep pulling <laughs> on that lion's tail, man. You better pray to God that lion in the suit doesn't turn around. You boys would all be in trouble. Remember when DC was uh, in the octagon with Duran Wynn after he lost? Yeah, and, and Duran was guy, like, I told you. He's like, other whoa. Guy. No, the other guy. The other guy, he's like, whoa, young man, chill. You see him. Yeah. He's like, you can see he would kick his ass right Yeah, he was like, to. you better chill the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. yeah that's he's like, I don't want this fight for him. He's like, where's this energy coming from? And the guy just- Now, you're, you're lucky he's a, you know, he's a calm, good dude. He's mentally stable. That's another fighter with a little splash of CT. You boy, you might have won that fight. You can get fucked up afterwards. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Eddie Hearn is suing Jake Paul for $100 million because he claims- Jake claims there was fight fixing against, uh, I think, two fights. So the Amanda Serrano one with the Katie Taylor one, and he's also insinuating that one of the judges might have been paid off for the Usyk Joshua thing because it was, just, yeah. Um, the problem with this is, you know, Jake being from YouTube talks a lot of shit, gets a lot of attention for it. But when you mess with a guy like Eddie Hearn, where that's his business, where this would put such a black guy in his business, and Eddie Hearn has all the money. If there's a lawsuit against you, they're going to come for you, man. Mm. This is going to cost him some money. It's not good. I still think your man Serrano won the fight. Um, and then you see this judge, Glenn Feldman, who has the biggest gap between Taylor and Serrano. Everyone pretty much had a draw, a draw, or that Amanda won. But there's the, this judge, Glenn, Glenn Feldman, who scored in such a big gap for Taylor, gave rounds that Amanda clearly won. Then this judge, Glenn Feldman, shows up in Saudi and scores the Anthony Joshua win over Usyk, which is insane. I know. Everyone who watched that fight, it's not a split decision. Usyk had a runaway victory, clearly won the fight. The judge, Glenn Feldman, gives it to Anthony Joshua. It's like a repeated crime here. This type of shit I'm going to call out here in boxing because it's bullshit. Clearly, this guy's getting paid money by matchroom boxing. That's where he fucked up. See, if he would have said, clearly, this guy's getting paid money and then <clears throat> walked off, he's good. But to call out matchroom boxing... Matchroom boxing, which is Eddie Hearn's promotion, that's where you fucked up. Mm-hmm. And these boys can come after you, man. Because that's the biggest black guy in the world. $100 million dollar lawsuit. But now, here's the thing Is Jake Paul right? Yes. <laughs> he is, 100%. That is, the, the, the bullshit in boxing is it's one of the reasons boxing is ruined. You look at the Canelo Triple G first fight, you look, there's a lot of bullshit in boxing, ton of bullshit in boxing. So Jake Paul's right, but the thing is, you know, when he calls it like he sees it, these boys are going to come after you. Now, I'm saying he's right as far as boxing being corrupt, especially when it comes to judging. 
that I'm sure. not saying Eddie Hearn okay. paid this judge and her matchroom boxing's paying the judges. There you go. I don't know who's paying the judges. Somebody is. Jake Paul's right on that. The corruption in boxing is real as it gets. Yes, for sure. It's one of the biggest issues in boxing. Alrighty. Next one, Hamza Shmaev. Uh, he just posted this, like he's moving up to 185. The, somebody probably got in his hair. The UFC got in his hair. was like, hey, dude, this 178 happening. We can't keep banking on you and then go, you know? Mm -hmm. I like it. It gives, uh, you know, obviously Izzy has a tough fight against Pierre coming up, and everyone's on Pierre's nuts, which you guys are fucking crazy. But um, it gives more blood at 185. 170 stacked. 170 would be fine with Hamzat or not. 85 could use some fresh blood. Hamzat's going to be a real problem at 85. It's be so much fun. Yeah. Hamzat Izzy, that's a great <clears throat> fucking fight. Great fight. Uh, what do you think of this? Scott Coker mentioned that he'd want Anderson Silva versus Fedor, Emil Fedor Emelianenko. Um, I know Fedor wants one more. Let's see Anderson Silva looks against Jake Paul. I know Anderson's doing the Jake Paul fight, and he's doing a jiu-jitsu competition like Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi at, right, shortly after. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty active. Two old dudes going at it. You know, <laughs> I'd watch it. Two legends. It's very Bellatorish. Two legends if it's their last fight. But I'm not like chomping at the bit to see it. Let's yeah. see Let's see how Anderson looks against Jake. Because that fight, sure as fuck ain't happening. What if Anderson gets, chances could happen. What if he gets knocked cold by Jake Paul? Would you want to see him against Fedor? You know? Not if he gets like. Totally that's what i'm saying up, if he gets yeah. flatlined yeah that'd be tough yep uh, a cool fight a quick update on chill i mean i thought this was already done already the whole no. lawsuit thing okay so now he has two additional um misdemeanor misdemeanor battery charges dropped so chelson has two of his six total misdemeanor battery counts dropped after alleged hotel scuffle so there's still four out mm -hmm. outstanding that whole thing it's very suspect all the way around yeah. Four, you ever been to Four Seasons? There's cameras everywhere. It's a goddamn CIA hotel. There's cameras everywhere. All righty. Uh, this is a little older, but I thought it was interesting. Muhammad Ali's grandson, he's uh, signed to PFL, and that's him right there. He kind of looks like a Potter Hart, I think. Yeah. Right. Does he ever? So he signed with PFL. How many oh. amateur fights does he have? Let's look. He looks like Middle Eastern, yeah? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. so his mom is, I think, white, I think. I forgot. Biagio Ali Walsh. So, it's a, so they signed an amateur contract? Oh, I didn't even read that part. One one. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of fights. Two fights. Two amateur fights, one and one. We'll see. Need some time to get going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Amateur contract. Yeah, amateur contract. I didn't know that's they weird, had amateur yeah. contract. Why would, that, why would they even have amateur? And then his brother, Nico Ali, is an undefeated professional boxer. There you go. Makes sense. And? Oh, this is a quick update, too. <laughs> oh, so some, oh, damn. That's a real watch. Yeah. That's a Daytona. Those are worth some money. So, you remember Drake's promised them watches and he only gave one yeah. at the time? So, finally, Molly got hers. God damn, and that is a, that's not like a Submariner or Date Master, Yacht Master. That is a Daytona. That's a real deal Holyfield Rolex. Damn. Those puppies are, 
I mean, you can't even get them at MSRP. That's an expensive fucking watch. That is the Rolex again. Good on Drake. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Which one is your gold one? That's the Submariner. Submariner? They're cool. It ain't Daytona. <laughs> Daytona's like creme de la creme right now. Good for m- fucking Molly, the meatball. Mm-hmm. Uh, check this out real quick. Tell me if this is good power. He made it on SportsCenter. Uh, Yuri Chernobrovkin. Jesus Christ. Doing something right. Oh, I'd love to see him just fuck up Brian Town with that. I'd pay hard, cold cash to see him just hook Town's body like that. Yeah, this guy's a freak. Clearly Russian, yeah? Yep. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, hell yeah, you look good. Okay. I can't tell when it's like hidden no, bags. Fucking, but it's a bag. Let's see yeah. if it doesn't. Oh, this is Mayweather's bodyguard yeah, getting knocked just, out. <laughs> Let's just play this 40 pound quick. difference uh, yeah, What is he point. doing Fighting a guy with experience Even though it's 40 pounds What the fuck are you thinking True Smart in the way He approached it Just terrible Boom Oh you're telling me The bouncer for Floyd Mayweather Can't fight A lot of times They're just big guys You know I don't know what people Are thinking well, It's like when I was With Logan Paul's team Like Logan Paul's security Was all Titan championship Professional MMA fighters then Floyd had his team, just these giant big dudes. And uh, Logan was like, hey, you think my security would beat up Floyd's security? I'm like, in a heartbeat. One of your guys would take out two of their guys. Mm. I mean, you, you want real fighters, man, as security. You want just big guys. If shit hits the fan, fuck a big guy. Big guys can hold people back, but they can't do anything other than that, right? For a common person, the big guy, yeah, they're going to scare them away from doing anything. But, you know, you want You, you want, want the, fighters, yeah. yeah. Logan did it right. He had, he had the real deal. He had black belts and shit. That's what you want. Hell yeah. And I think this is the last one. Floyd Mayweather has another God, exhibition. Another about. fucking innocent dude. <laughs> no, so this guy, oh, he is innocent, I guess, but he's uh, KSI's younger brother. Sure. He's a YouTuber. Sure. Nice fighting YouTubers. November 18th. I, I, something's going on, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> There's a lot of much, back-to-back fights. Just bullshit. Just like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Just, it's such a weird career choice to me. I mean, I know it's easy money. Okay. He's fighting that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, bro. I know. Yeah, I guess. Let's go. Hold on. Mark just sent something. I haven't seen this. I sent it to you. Oh. Oh. Good sprawl by the criminal. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, this cop can't. Oh, well, first of all, the guy he's fighting, the UFC should, PFL should oh, sign. fuck. What, they tase him? Or I, they thought shot was, him? I thought they shot him. They shot oh, him. No, it look, looks like a taser. Jesus Christ. This is yellow looking. Those cops can, uh, PFL didn't sign that guy in amateur contract. <laughs> that dude was swanging. Is that it, Chin? That's it. Save that for finding the kid, Mark. Uh, that's it. So you got uh, the triple header this weekend. You have one championship, the card I'm most excited for. One championship's gem of a fighter. Andrew Lee is going for the double champ champ. Andrew Lee versus the punching panda nan. It's the rubber match. They're, uh, you know, last time uh, Lee lost, she went up in weight, but now, um, you know, 
it's it's at straw weight so this is angela lee is the chosen one there i'm taking my girl angela lee via submission submission she should have got it done last time but that fucking punching panda just wouldn't tap and then she was tired and then you got the featherweight uh kickboxing going down that's the co-main event and then the other thing i'm most excited for is you have the flyweight submission grappling world championship mikey versus they have a history together and just for jiu-jitsu in general it's a big deal also one of my favorite stamp fair text beast she's also fighting on there so the whole thing uh 5 p.m pacific time and that's on amazon prime one championship's coming over baby you guys should get on it now and also if you like big boys they have the heavyweight kickboxing world grand prix kicks off some monsters uh you have the return of Sayid, um, it's Khabib's close friend, training partner. A lot of people think he's the next chosen one. It's Khabib's super close friend. You know Khabib's friends, Makachev and Khabib. They grew up like carrying goats up mountains. This kid's no different, and he's Khabib's training partner. Everyone thinks he's the next uh, big thing. So there's a lot to be excited about, man. A lot to be excited about. Angela Lee, hopefully she gets it done. She's been on a food truck. You haven't seen that. She is an absolute gem of a person. Go watch the food truck right now. And then shout out to Mikey. Um, hopefully he gets to get gets it done against Souza for the one flyweight submission grappling championship. So get you some, man. That's on uh, Amazon Prime at 5 p.m. Pacific on Saturday. And then the UFC also has a fight night. Uh, the main event's a tasty one with Mackenzie Dern versus Jan. That's a fun one. Um, and the rest of the card's all right. Uh, the funnest one on there, you got Olenek versus uh, Latifi. That's a fun one. Jessica Pena's fighting as well. Uh, Joaquin Silva's fighting. You have uh, Christophe versus Brendan Allen. Shout out to Brendan Allen. Great name. Um, yeah. Not the UFC's the worst card of the, of, the, <laughs> of, the, of the weekend. Let's be honest. One championship is pretty tasty. Bellator's pretty stacked. So for your main card, on Showtime, you got Patri- Patricio Pitbull versus Adam Borix. Great fucking fight. AJ McKee, Spike. My boy Aaron Pico is fighting Jeremy Kennedy. That's a good, tough test for Aaron Pico. And then you have Juan Archuleta, former world champion, versus Enrique Barzola. You have JJ Wilson. Um, good fights, man. Beltor is bringing it this weekend on Showtime. But go- make sure you go and watch uh, One Championship on Amazon Prime, 5 p.m. Pacific. The diamond, the one, the chosen one, Angeli is fighting her trilogy fight against the punching panda. Get you some, man. Uh, and then Thursday, I hit the road. Boston is this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. One show Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Get your tickets. We've never not sold out Boston. We sure as fucking about to start now. Boston, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then October 13th through the 15th, we're in San Jose, San Jose Improv, Salt Lake City, October 20th through the 22nd at the Wise Guys, one of my favorite clubs in the nation. And then we end October in Calgary, Calgary at the rooftop, October 27th. That is a Thursday. And then we're going to add a show on the 28th, which is a Friday rooftop, downtown Calgary. Come get you some Calgary. But this week, Boston, whose call are we taking? We're going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Boston. Get you some tickets at thickboy.com. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for liking, subscribing, doing all the freaking things. Um, love you guys, man. Hope you have a good week. Hopefully, it's a good way to start your week. And uh, I will see you guys next time. I'm out. I'm just going to shut her down everywhere in this fight. Everyone is going to see the best version of me. The queen reigns supreme. Well, the 
body shot herder, the punching panda. Angela is in trouble. 腰带是我的，我是熊劲男。The trilogy match we've all been waiting for. If you're into thick boys, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, and God bless America. Well, that's not my big one. Just kidding. <laughs>